Hello and welcome to the 49th episode of the UK Airshow Review Podcast, the podcast we started when we had no airshows to review. My name is Sam. Uh, joining me tonight are... Dom. Da- oh, oh, no. <laughs> we didn't discuss oh, the no. order. Oh, and Tom. I got it right. You guys are managers. <laughs> I got it first. I'm just not here. Uh, okay. We just got together, kind of a pretty, pretty uh, quick and quick and cheerful episode today. And we're going to be talking about that most ubiquitous of enthusiast uh, gear and uh, paraphernalia: you. the tat, the airshow tat, the aviation tat, patches, tags, t-shirts, books, caps. Pictures. So basically, it's going to be a podcast where every one of us tells a story about how Sam's pissed us off. Yeah, like, <laughs> Sam's a wanker. <laughs> well, uh, okay, Sam. there's no need for that kind of language, but okay. I mean, I, I don't think any of us would disagree with that. With that. <laughs> I, I not only would I, I not disagree, disagree I'd buy a bit of tat with that written on it. If there was a patch <laughs> that just said, Sam's a wanker. <laughs> I'd, I'd pay I'd pay American money for tat. For, for I do think before we, before we start, it is worth noting that Dan is literally sat here in his pilot shirt with his epaulets on. No, I've took um, my epaulets off. Yeah, well, they're, they're, they're there in spirit. Um, I, I'm, I was late coming back from work. So. No, he's just a full kit wanker. Um, <laughs> I go to air shows dressed like this. We all, we all collect stuff, don't we, I think? I don't think there's any of us who are, are fortunate enough to abstain. No, yeah. No. Always like a bit of tap me. Um, patches, I think, are one of the weirdest things that anyone can ever collect for anything. It's so stupid. Well, all all tat, RBFs, co- I, you can kind of get it, coins, patches. The only things that make sense are items of clothing because you can wear yeah. them and they have a function. Why? Why do I like patches? What to do with them? Why is put them it, in yeah, a CD case? What do so? What do you do with patch with like tat that you buy? At the moment, mine's all in a shoebox, and I keep meaning to get one of those old, you know, those old CD like books or DVD books. That's what I've got. That's, That's what, what I've got. Yeah. The only time I, I I've got one as well. I think it holds 120 mm. patches yeah. CDs. The only time I ever look at it. Is after re-out when I put more patches inside it. <laughs> Other than that, it sits in a cupboard doing nothing for a year. To be fair, I think I I probably go through mine. So I've got a, a CD case with a whole bunch in. So it, you, you say it holds 120, but because obviously like patches are a lot thicker than CDs, I find it can't yes. hold as old many. Cell, but yeah. Bef- mm. yeah, and then I've got a big. It's actually an old re-out. I think it was a free at gift, even tote bag, um, which is. Actually, I think fall to the brim now with patches, and I probably need to find somewhere else to store them. But it is it is getting but but they do. You, they, well, unless you are, should we say that guy who walks around in a trench coat covered in patches, um, and we've all seen him. <laughs> it's so weird that we collect these things, isn't it? Yeah. I've. Uh, I mean, I kind of got respect for to that guy for having the balls to wear his patches. <laughs> The rest of us are too balls scared. Or, we just have balls seen, or I've, lack of self-awareness. So I've but. seen that bloke because I'm not even at air shows. I went to uh, <laughs> well, I, I went to a Fairford press out with a B52 a couple of years ago. Uh, oh no, BTF. He was there with that. Did anyone see? Him, I, we. I'm sorry. Did, I was going to say, did anyone see him this year? Like amidst the stifling heat, wearing the trench coat. <laughs> <laughs> just committing, just no, really he's, he's, to he, it. he's probably he's probably got a, a, a patch a patch covered waistcoat for when it gets hot. 
No, a vest. When he gets like really hot, he's beard. got like patch pants or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, but I, we say he. I, I'm sure that there's more than one. I've seen several. Uh, oh, I've yeah. seen like r- rugs I can kind of get as well, but then you don't want to sit on them. But it's just like, I don't know. Do you ever look at those it CD is... cases then? Those, these things that you've got. Do you, do you look at them and just think, I wonder how much value this has like how much this has cost me well i, I think, I think there is there is a very big difference and probably quite a wide gulf between the value and how much you've spent on them <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> value zero expense <laughs> thousands um particularly the ones certainly in my early days when i started getting to patches and i was just hoovering up anything i could find I'm, yep. i am a lot more selective now um mm. Cost of living and all that. Generally speaking, <laughs> after a while, after a while, though, it gets like, like you you start to see either the same ones at air shows. You know, you go to like a tat stand or something, and you're looking at it, and you're like, I've seen that before, but I don't know if I've seen it like on sale. And someone's yeah. gone on Facebook, being like, "This crew's released a new patch," or it's like, I don't know if I bought that for you know, like three reacts ago or something. So that's making me more selective as well because I feel like a mug if I went and bought two of the same mm. patch. Whoa. Mm. See, that's that would, why that would... what what you sort of highlighted on it then, Tom, is seeing them online. And one thing I, I'll I don't go mad at Ria. I'm not like other people, which will spend hundreds of quid. But I can't buy. Yes, I'm looking at you, Sam. Um, I can't buy them online unless I'm actually there at the air show in the aircraft. And that's another thing as well. I'll only get usually get a patch of an aircraft that's actually there. Mm-hmm. And. Mm. But I'll never get one online. I know some people are like, oh, I've got to get like the new, I don't know, like the Blackjack Typhoon patch or whatever f- online. And it's like, does nothing for me that. I'd no, rather... I, I, or, or like, yeah. Because then if, when, if I do like, look back to them, turn up, yeah. I can say, well, Sorry, actually, yeah, I looked at that one because of... Yeah, exactly. Because I spoke to the crew and we spoke about whatever. Yeah, and... sure. Sure. Another I mean, question. That, that... I spoke, Tom has mentioned it a couple of times. When we search or when we look for tat do you prefer air show specific tat so a react ukrainian dated tat patch or would you go for an exercise or something patch or a squadron i think this patch? this is actually something tom and i have not not disagree because it's, it's just a, a different choice because we don't give like, a shit because yeah. we because because it, it, it's actually because embarrass- it's, it's actually embarrassing one, to have a passion about other, it. we just balance balance the market it's the opposite <laughs> of <the monopoly. laughs> Um, but it's a cooperly. I know, I know. So I, I love an event-specific patch. I love something that will have the event or even the date or something like that on it. Whereas I know Tom, you prefer operational stuff. Yeah, well, not exercises either. I just want like a squadron patch mm. or like a type patch, and then I can just be like, that's it. You know, like. But see, it, say, no, go on, Tom. Go I'll let you down. finish. Say like Spanish SF five M's uh, turned up at Riyadh again, and I go, and they'd sell like. You know, like a React 2023 or 2024, whatever. I wouldn't be interested Spoiler in that compared alert. to Las Tatas, <laughs> Negras, whatever squadron they are. Spoiler alert. Here we are in October, November, uh, September. I don't know. In autumn. <laughs> 49. Yeah, here, 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 Dis- disclosing. disclosing here, here we are on uh, October the 14th. Um, <laughs> 
I um I love I, I, I love I, an event specific patch. I go event, I go event specific. Maybe retirement, I guess, but nothing more than that. The only one is this year. I bought the Skyhawk patch because because <laughs> it, it said on it something. I, I can't remember what it's done it, but it says something on it that it was like we've you know we finally made it this time or something, which is quite funny because it like cancelled in 2017 and it was obviously like you know at the last minute. Yeah, so. I actually never got, I got one of those that patches. That's I, was, I was gutted. Yeah, but uh, I have but, I have started uh, no, to be a bit more selective. But the type. the problem is somewhere like Riet this year, where there is just a ridiculous lineup of highlights, and it's like mm, I do want a patch from pretty much every single thing on this <laughs> static air show ground, you know. Mm. Um, and then you have the, but you know where it does get embarrassing, and actually, particularly if you're going somewhere like with my dad and walking around, and you get to like the E4, and there is a, a crowd five six more deep. Oh watching God, yeah. already because someone has put a table out by the plane. Oh God. There's not even anything out yet. There's not even a marquee. There's not even boxes of stuff. People have seen people put a table down and they, they throng awaiting yep. the... And it's always like an hour waiting as well because I'd be aware oh. if I didn't say I wasn't going to join that thing. And then it's like footage of Wall Street, you know? It's just like a bunch of men <laughs> screaming with $20, uh, 20 pound notes in it. <laughs> if you're listening to this and you've never seen it. 20 on the E4, 20 it's on the It's humiliating. <laughs> it's, it's just it's all awful. notions, all British notions of queuing just go straight out the oh, window. Yeah. Like, and, and you nothing. think, what must the air crews think, you know? <laughs> Probably like, wow, men. beer money. Look at these Awful grown men giving us beer. Grown men queuing up, shoving, and I mean shoving notes in their faces to try and get their attention. Like like it's a, a a bar at a club. Yeah, I was just And there's people like hold, holding yeah. out the notes to yep. try and get the attention. Okay. Trying to make eye contact with anyone um, who's setting stuff up. Awful. Anyway. Um I mean I do quite like I I do quite like for example to be the person that gets the last patch that's on offer. <coughs> Prick. Oh, excuse me, sorry. <laughs> that's, just, um, that's just shit housery. <laughs> with it. I do. I do like to know if I, particularly if I'm looking through my patches, like in my bag and stuff, and I, I pull them out and put them. Oh yeah, I remember. I remember getting that at the expense of someone else. That's when a patch really means a lot to me. Um, and it started. I think I first got that thrill with the scorpion so patch. Twisted. <laughs> Sam and I both had that like awakening of like tatten patches. I think it was at 2015, Ria, and um, like we bought patches before, but and then we were like together, we yeah. were, like hunting everything, and that was the show. I bought everything, and I was like, okay, I really need to. Like, I I know what the first patch I ever got was, and it was <laughs> the it was a and I would in you know if it was today, I think I the same. I think it's the same. I'd have bought hundreds of them. Um, I it was the Greek A4 uh, A7 Corsair patch and it was like the last Corsairs in the world patch and I only got the one and I literally remember thinking at the time as I bought it well I don't think I'm ever going to collect patches but you know maybe one day I will and I'll I'll regret it if I didn't get this because it, you know it was A7s it was ridiculous that they were there and that probably was what sparked the whole thing um but then they've oh Patch buddy. Yeah, yeah. I think we were saying the same thing. And then, like, yeah, the next year's react, we were like, right, let's clean this place out. <laughs> and, 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 in, and we did. Yeah. Um, then we were sitting at the end of it, like, after like a three day bender, like, oh, God, what have we done? And I, it's, it's you know, the, the awful thing, and it's, it speaks to a, a darkness within us, yeah. certainly within me. I get anxious if I think I'm going to miss out on stuff. Really? So there was Fair the whole, the, the E4 stuff. 
And then I was like, oh, but what if the Romanians set up? Because people are going to hoover them up. And actually, as it turns out, people didn't hoover up the An-30 stuff, the Romanian An-30 stuff this year, which did surprise me. Um, but it does make me laugh, particularly sort of Eastern Europe and Ukraine, famously the worst for it, where they will bring everything and anything, including the kitchen it sink, to put on a stand. It, it was like a car boot. They were selling everything. Um, yeah. And that's where it maybe does get a bit ridiculous, <laughs> including SS stamps. Um, <laughs> well, I suppose we could go to some way to say that we directly funded their victories. Oh, yeah. We, we <laughs> did our yeah. part of the war. So, so Riyadh single-handedly bought them all their high mask. Yeah, let's go with back. that. We'll have, that, we'll have the uh, An-225 fly again in no time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they'll be selling parts of that and all, won't they? Oh um, God, they will. And lots of Russian uh, shot down stuff. Shot down stuff. It's going to be tags made out of the skin of tanks and planes That's and all it. of that stuff. They're, they're going to pull a, a Su thirty four out of the uh, out of the back. Hundred percent. And they're and they're, and they're going to have a crew and it'll be for sale with like, with like a uh, like a like an axle grinder or something. And they'll just be like, you want a, you want a bit oh. of tail? All right. It would be like carving a, a roast. <laughs> like you want a, a bit of tail, no? But yeah, yeah like, bit like of undercarriage. You, they are. <laughs> when you go into a like you go into a restaurant, and you have to choose the lobster you want to eat. You, you choose which <laughs> part of the Su thirty four you want. To eat. Well, they take a couple and you're a Toby Carvery. I'll have a bit of all three, please, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can, can, can have a bit of Su thirty five, Su thirty four, and uh, a bit of that frog foot as well. Yeah, go on, stick it on there. <laughs> Come on, don't skip, mate. Come on, fill the plate. <laughs> anyway. But, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, <clears throat> I think from the outside is probably one of the more questionable parts of the hobby. So Great, no, it's good fun. But then I mean, why, why do we take pictures? What do we do with pictures yeah, as well? Exactly. We put them online and then... It's memories, that's it, isn't it? So and, and that's the stuff thing. we enjoy. You, you said, you know, you never buy one online. Um, and I'm the same. I've, I've very rarely bought any online. And, in fact, there's only one that I sort of regret getting because it had nothing to do with anything I'd seen. Um... And, well, and and I tr- always try and get something that's related to something I've seen, usually in person, um, particularly if it's straight from the source. Like, um, I mean, ideally, the I mean, the sort of the golden the the golden chalice of of patches is coming straight off their arms if they didn't have any for sale. But they, you know, <laughs> and I, I do remember. I yeah, can stop, use this word, jipping jip Tom out of. <laughs> Of everything, every every tat hunt that we walk around on, Sam's just got this gift of the gab of, like, you know how they say like some men are so silver tongued they could talk the trousers off a woman. Sam can talk the patches off crew's arms. Yeah. I don't know how he does it. <laughs> I just, I, it's not that I have the gift. Of, I just have no shame. It, well, yeah, true that. Yeah. I'm prepared to humiliate myself without <laughs> limit. <laughs> Sam puts the bar on the floor and then he brings a shovel. um yeah uh no it's it it is fun but i mean particularly when you do get something rare like um and particularly when it does i mean for me it's 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 when it does come after a conversation and it's something you know i I would say you you know Uh, uh. chatted them up for it i mean i even this year i had a couple i got i was talking to the slovenian pc9 guys and you know i've been after a pc9 slovenian pc9 patch for they never bring anything years. do they no they don't they, they don't actually bring anything um and there've been a few years where they, they've never even been by the plane and you just never see them and literally went up to them and just started talking saying oh you know i love your this display it's just true i mean it's an incredible display it's mm, like, yeah, yeah. What, what 
university, yeah, one of our favourites. I was just talking to them and I said to them, oh, of interest, you guys got any patches for sale or anything? And he literally just pulls one out of his pocket and just gives it to me and says, oh, here you go. <laughs> I was like, oh, how much is it? No, 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 don't worry. Don't worry. Oh. Fair play. So I've got a, that, finally got my Slovenian that... PC9 patch. That did happen to me with the Black Eagles this year, which I was very grateful for. Nice. For all for for all of the times it happened, I just yeah. like I asked the crew for like a shot with like the backgrounds, you know, kind of a bit, um, uh, sort of, yeah, with the depth of field thing and stuff like that. And then they were mm. like, "Oh, hey!" And he just opened like a little bum bag, which was you know wonderfully meta. And he gave me a patch, and I said, "Oh, are you selling any of those badges?" And he was like, "Oh, I got one here." I was yeah. like, "Oh, brilliant, excellent." So um, yeah, that was good. And I was like, "How much do you want?" He was like, "Nothing, they're free." So it's it's I, I love it when that happens. Down. I mean, it's 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 usually because they haven't yet cotton on to the ridiculous profit margins <laughs> they can make at British air shows. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like seagulls to chips, man. Oh, it's it's. Do you remember the the? Oh, I actually I, I had the same with the C one. Uh, sorry, the C two um, at Ria as well. It was it was literally the end of the day on Sunday and was talking to him and he was like, he almost hesitated. Then was just like, ah, go on then. But do you remember the 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 Polish the fitter that was on static in? 2015 2015 um it was the year after they displayed um and they literally had a c295 deliver a a pallet of tat just for the fitter love it like like a a whole c295 just for tat i mean and and they cleaned up i think before the sunday let alone they know, you know western europeans know you 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 look at the greeks and the belgians and the french and stuff they're setting up stand they're going yeah. to air shows where the aircraft isn't even displaying there yeah. was a rafale stand a riat this year and they were just selling all sorts of stuff they, they have yeah they, they do don't they they just pack it into a minibus and just send a crew across the channel and, and that must yeah. it must be a recent thing as well there's no way that's something dating back to the olden days it must be such this this consumption market <laughs> <laughs> it's very rare you it's very rare you see like a frequency you do see patches from sort of olden times like there's a, a great um website about like the history of fairford and stuff and, and they sort of display all of the various patches from deployments and exercises over the years which is really cool especially when it gets like desert storm and stuff it's quite cool but you don't see like ah, oh, you know here are the the 295s it react 1993 react 94 and mm. then it's like oh here's a bunch of patches that i absolutely hoovered up from a crew like this you know very mm. very rarely so but uh there we are i don't know do you know i'll tell you what another one that doesn't do anything for me and i know a few of you guys like them is coins Tom likes coins. I, I don't. I, I'm I getting don't more get the coins. I don't get the appeal. One, they're hideously expensive some of the time. Um, you say that. So Andy's the, the guy. So to talk I think to coins, about coins are. Andy, Andy's the big coin guy. But you yeah. see, so you you see the like particular. I think it's a more American thing. Mm. Um, like, g- give me patches like worn and tattered and stuff. Like I, mm. I've got um, an Army Air Corps Apache um, patch that's been to Afghanistan, which is like it's one of my most treasured like bits of tat because that's an actual bit of tat. And it looks awesome, but then Ooh. I don't know. You, you look at you look at the coins, and maybe I'm just a bit of a magpie. But um, sometimes you just like the shininess and the weightiness of it. But mm. so, but with the American stuff, like they're charging hideous amounts for patches to the extent where coins are like not that much more expensive. And Fair when you consider the well, thing you're getting, I, I think, think I'll get a U2 coin and a E4 coin for cheaper than what they were doing the patches are real this year. Oh really? Yeah, and this is this seems to be exclusive to American stuff. Like, 
yeah yeah i i I'll, I'll take it and it's mostly american coins that you get you don't get you don't the, really get coins like the e4 stuff compared to the lake and and mildenhall stuff was really well priced this year because they don't those know. guys they, yeah, i was they gonna say it. they they, they missed it they they could have charged a hundred quid for a t-shirt and they would have been they, 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 they could have filled trade. that 747 up <laughs> with with stuff and it would still have all gone by sunday yep um 100 and they they could have they could have searched the dustiest corners of the forgotten storerooms and sold nuts and bolts that they found lying on the floor and they would have sold them and they could have sold them for 20 dollars each probably yeah um but that's the thing is is it it's i don't know if it's unique to the uk i don't know if it's just particularly exaggerated in the uk it's certainly obviously going to be a western european thing i'm sure um but but the the people who know the Eastern European countries, the Western you know NATO countries, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, they know that they will just clean up at places like Riyadh or Cosford or Yovton or, or or in Western Europe in general. And it's the something like an E4 never been to an air show outside the UK uh, the US. They don't they don't mm. know no. And it is mm. it is just weird seeing that that difference and the fact that they, there there isn't even anyone. So, I mean, they brought enough stuff, to be fair, but there isn't even gonna, anyone so back home going. All those prices on your list, double them. Because I, yeah, I, I kind of thought that they that sort of either they bring nothing or they bring a lot, and I'm glad they did bring a lot. But I, and I don't know this um, whether this is true or not, but I would have thought it's easy to imagine that at some stage during the negotiations or something that someone at DBH would be like, by the way, if you do have tat like and you've got space in your aircraft bring it because you th- will sell it i think someone it might have been Pete, it might have been someone else has said that they they do mention it um but it, it's just it, it is a cult not a cultural thing but it is a to, to, you know a, a matter of understanding what that means like they may think that means bring stickers and posters and all that sort of stuff to sell mm. like which they will all just have on the squadron and probably be sent through from the air force you know public affairs office just as for like, them yeah, to bring public, along yeah, yeah, yeah. School and, and if you if, and if, if you've never seen people with an almost demonic thirst for anything <laughs> merchandise related <laughs> you're not going to know to bring it you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> should, we, should we do the quiz before we Let's just embarrass ourselves, make ourselves feel <laughs> awful anymore. So we said we were going to do a, a short quiz today, um, and I've basically, basically I've got the aviation quiz book from Airbus to Zeppelin from uh, Key Publishing, Key Books, um, and I, I, it's it's I think quiz book is probably the wrong title because it's it's certainly more really just for the reader to quiz themselves. It's not I mean most of it you know there's big picture rounds which doesn't really work in a you know in a book which you obviously you wouldn't really be able to like quiz other people with and quite lots that's all multiple choice quite a lot of stuff that uh, yeah it, it's it's more ba- it's more of a trivia test your own trivia book really than, than quiz so to speak but I've, I've got a few questions and we're gonna gonna go through them and just have a little fun bit of trivia and, and learn a few bits some of the questions are genuinely quite hard and i've not gone i've gone for the ones that i think you know, I haven't gone for the ones that's like no one's going to know and it's just not going to be good listening. So we're just sort of going to go through them and see what everyone's trivia is like. So, do you know which famous pairing, and these are all multiple choice by the way, 
Which famous pairing was first to cross the Atlantic non-stop? John Alcock, A, John Alcock and Arthur Brown. B, Keith and Ross McPherson Smith. C, Vic Reeves and Bob Mortimer. <laughs> D, Arthur de Sacadura Cabral and Gago Coutinho. A. A. It, uh, sorry, did you not hear me? That was a bad joke on my part. Um, oh, God. A. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Uh, that would have been a lot funnier if we were in person, um, which we will be next week. Um, <laughs> it is, in fact, John Alcock and Arthur Brown, and it was the it was Vickers something, wasn't it? Vickers Vimmy? The Vimmy. Yeah. Um, is that they crashed in Ireland and no one has actually been able to pinpoint where they where the actual like landing point was because really? it was into it was it in, was it well it, this is this is a problem when you're doing podcast like otherwise if I, we were discussing this via message or on UCAR then I could just quickly Google it and double check before I looked like a or sounded like a complete idiot. I thought the thing with Orcock and Brown is that they 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 landed in Ireland, crossed the channel. But uh, they crashed into a peat bog in Ireland, and it's one of those like Indiana Jones type things. Like mm. no one's actually ever because it was it was a Vimy and it was wood and canvas, and you know it just like disintegrated and then was subsumed and has probably been dissolved by all the peat and mud and bog. No one can actually pinpoint exactly where they are. They think they know roughly, but no one can actually pinpoint exactly where they landed for the first Atlantic crossing. I think. I think. Don't don't. That doesn't ring a bell. I didn't. Uh, I mean, I've read about them in the past. I didn't recall that. It, um, it, Wikipedia, which is the fountain of all no. knowledge. Yes, yeah, uh, um, yeah, they crashed in a bog in County Galway. The aircraft, this course, the aircraft okay. was over, although neither of the airmen were hurt. Next question. In what year did the Supermarine Spitfire make its maiden flight? 1935, 1936, 37, or 38? If we get this wrong, because it's so close to Remembrance Sunday, are we, it's a, do we get... Oh, it's, a, we, it's nearly a month away. What are you talking about? Sorry, do we get... Do we get yeah, it's a month-long celebration. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> when did the Panavia Tornado make its first flight? 1973, 1974, 75, or 76? Mm. Mm. 70, yeah, he's different to the last one. This is going to be an editing 75. nightmare. I say 73. 76. I say 75. Oh, you're all wrong. It was 74. Yeah. You never actually gave me an answer to the Spitfire one either. Um, oh, what, what was it? 36, 37, 38? 35 to 38. 37. 19... 35. Uh, this is like... Did the Queen die for nothing? It's 1936. Yes. Oh. oh, yeah, it was. Um, I remember doing I'm actually surprised by that, because I'd have thought we'd have all got that. Um, hopefully we'll all get that, this one. Yeah, but, but these these are, like, annoying to the point... They're, like, because it's every year, and I'm like... Oh, yeah, no. Around. Well, well, no. I, I would have gone like nineteen thirties. To be fair, fair few of these questions are just dates, which are a bit. Yeah, not not criticism on you. Or, no, no, no. I know. Um, and I only. I, I did a Spitfire one because I genuinely thought everyone knew it was nineteen thirty-six. Apparently not. Um, no, I didn't. Yeah. It's disrespectful to the war dead. Um, the Tupolev Two Sixteen made its first flight in 1952, and variants of the bomber continued to serve with the People's Liberation Army Air Force today. What are Chinese examples of the bomber known as? Oh. A, the Xi'an H Six, 
B, the Shanghai Y10. C, the Shanxi, Shanxi Y8 or the Shanxi Y9. A. A, I think H H six is ringing a bell for some reason. It is the H six. Yes, the uh, big old intakes, and uh, we're all we're all getting cancelled, aren't we? Because we know that, sad. but not the first the date of the first flight of the Spitfire. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just go there with our former RAF pilots. We'll go and hang out all together. <laughs> yeah. China. Now this is this is in the advanced section, and I was I was looking through these, and I was pissed. None of them are. are fun questions but this is a relatively interesting one carl clemens book and uh, you know if nothing else we'll learn something today carl clemens booker founded two aircraft companies booker flugzugbau in 1932 and which other a saab b volksflugzeug c fiesler or d deutsche F- <clears throat> excuse you deutsche verschunken south for sunkelfug Oh, well, one thing I learnt during flight training is it's always the longest answer, so D. That's worrying. I say um, face stuff. I don't even know how to say it. Say, what were the answers again? A. Saab. Not B. Volksflugzeug. Not that one. C. Fiesler. That one. D. Deutsche Feuchtungsangstalt für Sogelflug. C. No, it's got to be D. I think C as well, just because I can see the stork and the Booker Jungmann having similar... It's no, I can't. C, yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? Because you would think that, if you want to know what the answer is, it was actually I wish Saab. it was Saab. Oh, it was oh, actually! No way! I was just going to... That's why I included this question, because I thought it's really interesting that, that that's cool. Carl Clemens Booker went on to found Saab. That is cool. Um, running away from his Nazi war crimes. I um, Now, here's a round... Largely aimed at Dan, if I'm perfectly honest. Oh, it's shit. IATA airport codes. Oh yeah. Shit. Um, now, uh, now again, this f- f- given how difficult a lot of the, for example, so so you've got IATA airport codes, most of which are fairly obvious if you, you know, an aviation nerd, I think, and it's immediately followed by flight deck recognition, which is oh, impossible. Um, anyway, so I've I've selected a few. IATA codes for, for Dan to guess. Everyone else, obviously, can can join in. Um, Dan, what is what airport is the IATA airport code and everyone else? LGW. Gatwick. Gatwick. Absolutely correct. It's uh, worrying like how Dan, Dan was the first to answer that. <laughs> oh, no, what I'm going to do, I'm going to let Tom, Dom and Tom go first, and then I'll go. Oh, okay. Oh, how, yeah, yeah, yeah. how generous of you. That's good to how see. How <laughs> um, LPL. Liverpool. Liverpool. I actually didn't know that one, to be fair. Really? Um, yeah. But then I'm a dirty southerner, so... Well. Um, BFS. Yeah. Tom? Look yeah. at... Belfast... Look at uh, 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 stealth airport knowledge. Belfast Aldergrove. Uh, so, oh, uh, nice. Well, Belf- actually, Belfast International Dam, but okay. But it, but it is as opposed to Belfast, George Best. Um, but look at Don with the stealth airport knowledge. That's a, that's a bit of a dark. <laughs> to be fair, you just take all out, take out the vowels. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm Welsh. You're not very good at that. H U Y. H U Y. Oh, yeah. Are these are these all UK? Uh, they are so far, but they. I, I've I've put in a few uh, 
Got a few international ones Ooh. to spice things up. H-U-Y-O-H-O. Oh, oh. Do they even have an airport? I can't That's a good no idea. It's Dan? Humberside. It is Humberside. Oh, um, TLS. Add the vowels. T-side. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. T-side. Uh, this is an Toulouse. international one. Oh. <laughs> Joining on Toulouse. Our, oh, we'll be cruising at her. It is Toulouse. Toulouse Blagnac. 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 Um, Joining, you'll be uh, welcome aboard this flight. Towels. Towels. FCO. Oh, I know this. Uh, is that um, uh, uh, Fui Machino Campio in Rome? Absolutely. Certainly is. Rome. Yeah, boy. And then OTP. Pizza my ass. Ooh. Sorry? OTP. Ontario? No, it's European. Dom? <laughs> Not really. Dan? Capital of Norway. Bucharest, Otapeni. There we go. Bucharest. Nice, Otopeni. that's cool. Bu- Funny enough, I was looking up. I was, looking, I was going, looking at going on a week's, a few days spotting this week abroad, and I was looking at Otapeni. Um, but obviously, spotting in Eastern Europe is a bit up and down at the moment, and you need to make requests and stuff. But there's a lot of Otapeni that's really interesting. Um, general, Spicy spotting. General commercial aviation. And actually, this is the only question I've got in this section um, because no one in this chat who matters is interested in civil aviation um which french company did rolls royce partner with to design and build the olympus engine that powered concord a anzani b potes c snecma or d turbo mecca c snecma yeah snecma everyone knows that uh, I've got so many... I hate snack merch. Just as a name, I just hate it. It Where? just keeps reminding me oh, it's of offensive. Smegma. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just typical of another French failure, isn't it? Um... <laughs> Have to name something after cheese, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> Smegma, not cheese. Never mind. No, I know, I, I know, I know, I know <laughs> yeah. where you were going. I with did it. that. Oh. I just didn't approve. Um, the venerable Boeing B-52 Stratofortress is the backbone of the U.S. Air Force's strategic bomber fleet, along with a Rockwell B-1B Lancer and Northrop Grumman B-2A Spirit. But in what year did this world-renowned combat aircraft complete its maiden flight? A. 1962 C. 1952 B. 1950 Or D. 1958 I want to say 1950 I want to say 58 was 52 an option? Or did I just make that? 52 was an option. I'll go in 52. Dom gets it. Clues in the name. 1952, B52. Oh, oh is that why oh, it's a B52? I thought that was too obvious. It was back in the days when they just named everything after the year that it was. It flew in. Um, so the B1, they just gave up. B90, no. B1 flew when Jesus was born. Um... <laughs> <laughs> having completed its, having completed and the B two the year after. Sorry. <laughs> that was the second having coming. completed its, do you know what? That's way too easy. Um, in in accordance with the 1962 U.S. Tri Service Aircraft Designation System, try saying that with a mouth of popcorn. What platform type would typically be assigned the designation AH in U.S. military service? Maritime patrol aircraft, cargo helicopter. This is too easy as well. Attack helicopter or attack aircraft. 
Attack Helicopter. Attack Helicopter. Attack Helicopter. I don't know why I bother reading the next one. Um, I mean, the next one as well. Pseudo Zapper. Um, oh! Oh, this is a better one. Let's just move my little thing over there. Since its initial introduction into frontline service in 1973, the Sepakat Jaguar has been operated by six different air arms in total. Today, however, this Anglo-French... Oh, no, actually, the question's really easy. This Anglo-French attack jet only remains operation with one customer. Do you know which? The French Air and Space Force, Ecuadorian... Well, India, we all know that. Um, it wasn't It wasn't the interesting question I thought it was going to be, but um, it is. it is... I saw it. I, I thought it was interesting because it had Ecuadorian Air Force. I was like, oh yeah, Ecuador fleet Jaguars. That's mad. Um, here's one. Bit of a thinker. This US-built strategic aircraft is currently operated by the air arms of Australia, Canada, India, Kuwait, NATO, Qatar, the UAE, the UK, and the US. What is the aircraft in question? The Boeing KC-135 Stratotanker? The Boeing C-17 Globemaster? Source. I think we're all going for that. Don't worry about the rest of that. Yeah, it's the Globemaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, these, these are too easy. I, I, oh, I should have gone with the advanced for you guys with the military questions. Please Which European-made, delta-winged, fourth-generation multi-role fighter completed its maiden flight? I'd be amazed if we have any listeners left by now. <laughs> Which European-made, delta-winged, fourth-generation multi-role fighter completed its maiden flight on the 9th of December, 1988? The Eurofighter Typhoon, the Dassault Mirage 2000, the Saab Yas 39 Gripen or the Dassault Rafale? Raffles the Gentleman Typhoon. But which mm. one first flew in 1988? 1988. Yeah. The Rafale. I think it's the Gripen. I think EAP was flying the 80s, but that wasn't a Typhoon. I think it's yeah. the Gripen, because I... that was in service in 97, so it's going to be earlier than the rest. I thought the Rafale... I say 97. Yeah, it was, bef- was when... It all fell apart with the French and the EAP. Yeah, I'm sticking with the Rafale. Tom takes it. It is the Gripen, but 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 it's a very good, it's a good guess because the Rafale did first fly in the 80s. It yeah. was it was earlier than certainly the Typhoon. Um, mm. the French stole all the information, didn't they? So Which of the air arms listed is the? Yeah. Which of the air? Well, French has never achieved anything of their own bad. Um, so I'm allowed to say these things because my girlfriend is French. I'm not actually racist. <laughs> Which of the air arms listed is the sole remaining operator of the Soko J22 slash NJ22 Areo ground attack aircraft? Slovak Air Force, Bosnia and Herzegovina Air Force and Air Defense Brigade, Romanian Air Force, or Serbian Air Force and Air Defense? Serbians. Serbs. Right, this is a very long question, so I'm going to summarize it. Which countries still fly the F 4 Phantom 2? A. Greece, Israel, Japan, and the US. B, Egypt, Iran, South Korea, and Turkey. C, Greece, Iran, South Korea, and Turkey. Or D, Iran, Japan, South Korea, and the US. C. C. C, Greece, Iran, South Korea, and Turkey. Oh, I mean, this one's too easy. You guys are... You guys are uh, uh, so, the reason I... If these questions seem very easy, it's because I've done quizzes before because we're geeks yeah we are because you're big geeks and i've decided i i I tried to be patronizing so it wasn't just a bunch of questions where none of you knew the answer i.e most of the quizzes i did over lockdown for everyone where i went for questions that were just needlessly difficult and obscure and no one actually really ever got them Um, except and it really just and 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 it turned it turned my quizzes into much more of a sort of elimination game where it was just whoever got one answer right 
tended to win. I got drunk. Um, it was we all just we were all just drunk. Well, it was soft well score to well <laughs> I suppose you could do then to, on that subject if you ask the listeners the question that Gordon accidentally got correct. <laughs> if you remember. Oh no! What was that? Oh, it was about the one hundred and nine. The, the the prototype BF one I don't know what's the point in asking this. What am I going to hear some answers? Um, but tell you what, on the social media post for this episode, comment underneath or on the forum if you get it. The the B, prototype for the BF one hundred and nine, the Messerschmitt BF one hundred and nine, was powered by an engine from which manufacturer? And uh, we'll we'll leave that one to go. But suffice to say, Gordon Gordon had egg on his face um, after the answers. <laughs> I mean, that was the quiz section. Probably not the best thing we've ever done on this podcast. Um, but I enjoyed not it. not the worst. Because I was spending time with my friends. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, yeah, it's not rule out war crimes we did. <laughs> anything else, Tat, or anything people want to say? Something keep cool. buying it. Yeah, keep supporting your local Tat Air Force squadrons. <laughs> God knows they need the money. So. <laughs> Desperately um, starved. <laughs> Remember, they need tat, their beer money. Tat wins wars. What, clearly, tat wins wars. Blimey. Um, or you could finish. Well, on, I've got my. I've got my on the U car party plane pack. <gasps> Ooh, yeah. For, for That's a, a very good point. Um, we over lockdown, we had a bunch of. We'd actually been talking about it for a while. I think of getting a U car patch made. Now we've always had this in joke, basically the U car party plane, which was a. A, a display act we were going to put on the circuit, um, which was going to be flown by Dan. It's basically a PA28 with smoke winders and flares and chucking firecrackers <laughs> out the side and pyrotechnics and all sorts of and like cotton wool strings coming <laughs> off the end of the the back. Careful, you'll have like Blackpool on the phone. Like, hey guys, that's, that's really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. Um, and it was it, it was really just an in joke. Um, to for ourselves, out I thought, yeah, yeah to take the piss out of Dan mostly, as as is ninety eight percent of our conversations, and we, I ended up getting some patches made by Squadron Prince, obviously very famous, and we we like Squadron Prince, um, of the patches. Um, I don't really know. I mean, what what am I saying here? Do pe- people want to no how DM us and, the, and ask them how you asked what's the chap Dan. Trego Mills. No, oh, Paul. Yeah. Oh yes, he to did. So so I, I the reason we got them ostensibly was to, to take them to air shows and trade them for patches and you know, other stuff. Um and it finally came to fruition this year because we managed to give some out. I actually think I managed to trade one for a patch and I can't remember what it was now. It might even have been the uh Japanese one, I can't remember. Um I definitely did do a trade, and we and, and as as well as like for things we do like features and interviews, it was going to be like a thank you kind of thing for for aircrew, um, and we gave one to the uh, Trago Mills pilot, uh, who was you know one of our favourite things on Static is that sort of unique item, and he actually was holding it up as he took off uh, on the Monday departures day, which made us all very happy. And I don't know if people zoomed in and saw it or not, but he was he was really really putting it proudly on display, so we're a big fan of that. Um, anyway, so yeah, so we, we've actually got our own patch, and and one day I think we're gonna planning on doing a competition 
of some sort um so to win a probably a pair of them because we've actually got a couple of designs but we'll see about that in the future for now though that's been another episode of the uk airshow review podcast episode 49 tune in soon for our big 50th <laughs> next week yes uh our next episode that we haven't recorded yes is going to be our 50th and we've got something special planned for it we <laughs> haven't recorded it yet um if you've enjoyed the episode, feel free to share it with people you know, people who love planes, people who love air shows, people who know what year the Spitfire first flew in. Um, we're on social media, so Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at UK Air Show Review. Otherwise, thank you for listening and see you in our next episode, the 50th episode that we haven't recorded yet. Thank you and goodbye. <laughs>